Hello everybody, Pastor Steve here. Thank you so much for joining us today for this online worship service from First Baptist Church in Rock Hill, South Carolina. This past Sunday, Shane Pruitt preached and did a great job. He is the next-gen director for our North American Mission Board, and he was here for a special event we were having, and I invited him to preach, and man, I am so glad I did. We had several people make decisions to follow Christ, uh, to request baptism, and I believe you are going to be blessed by this message he preached here Sunday morning. So again, thank you for being with us today. Get your Bible, get your notepad. After I pray, the next voice you hear will be Shane Pruitt preaching. Father, thank you for the opportunity you are giving us right now to worship you, to open your word and to hear you speak to us through the truth of your eternal, inerrant word. I pray, Father, that each man and woman, teenager, child, each person listening to today's message by Brother Shane will be touched and will draw closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. What an absolute joy it is to be here. Are you glad to be here? Awesome. Why don't you turn to your neighbor and say, I'm so glad you got to see me this morning. Why don't you tell them that? All right. It's already been mentioned by Pastor. My name is Shane. And, uh, you know, every week uh, I travel across the nation and speak at multiple different events and conferences, churches. And one thing I've come to realize and learn over the years is that a good pastor is a gift from our great Lord. And the Lord has blessed this church with an incredible pastor. And Pastor Steve, can we give the Lord a hand for him? And what a joy. It's true, like over the last several weeks, uh, I was telling people about coming here, um, people would be like, oh, I love Pastor Steve, or he's a great leader, or, he's such an influence in, in South Carolina, and so God has blessed you richly with him, and as well as other staff, and gotten to meet and get to know your youth pastor and Grant, and so thankful for him, and excited about what God's going to do tonight, but God's already doing incredible things this morning, and uh and I believe that God's going to do something in this service as we saw in the first service. So if you have your Bibles, and I hope that you do, turn to Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1 is right before Acts chapter 2. Does that help anybody? All right. If you have something to write with or write on, go ahead and get that out. And if you're in the sermon titles, the title of this morning's sermon is Now is the Time. Now is the Time. There's urgency in what God is calling us to do. Um, I also want you to know, uh, I didn't grow up in church in fact, I didn't become a Christian until I was 21. So I remember vividly of what it was like to live without Jesus. It's much better with Jesus. Would you agree with that? So I'm one of those preachers. I get a little passionate, get a little loud, get a little excited. I'm also one of those preachers. I welcome amens. I welcome praise the Lord's. I welcome hallelujahs. In fact, uh, I'm going to make a deal with you. For every amen, praise the Lord, hallelujah, I hear I'm going to take 30 seconds off the sermon. How about that? All right, there you go. All right. <laughs> Acts chapter 1, now is the time. How many of you agree our nation desperately needs revival, a spiritual awakening, a movement of God? Would you agree with that? Listen, our churches, um, you know, are a part of that plan, meaning this. Our nation will never see revival until the churches in our nation see revival. And our churches will never see revival until the individuals who make up the church see revival in their lives. See, revival comes from God, but it always comes through his people. Anne Graham Lotz, the daughter of Billy Graham, said it like this. Revival happens when Christians draw a circle around themselves and make sure everything in that circle is right with God. 
And today is a reminder of what it means to keep the main thing the main thing. Because I believe this, when the church will start keeping the main thing the main thing, then we will see revival and spiritual awakening. And so I want you to see in Acts chapter 1 that three things that Luke is calling us through here through the power of the Holy Spirit. Luke is the writer of Acts. And as the New Testament church, we can find our roots and beginning right here in chapter 1 and then on into chapter 2. In Acts chapter 1, starting in verse 3, um, Luke is recounting the power of the gospel. Here's what he says. After he, Jesus, had suffered, that was the cross, he also presented himself alive to them. If you have a pen or pencil, highlighter, lipstick, eyeliner, whatever you got, I want you to underline that in your Bible. Alive to them. And I have the CSB translation here. I love this. It says, by many 